Today, we're going to have an advanced deep dive into some of the top keyword research strategies for 2024, including some strategies from a seller who does over $20 million on e-commerce per year. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Did you know that just because you have a keyword in your listing, that does not mean that you are automatically guaranteed to be searchable, or as we say, indexed for that keyword. Well, how can you know what you are indexed for and not? You can actually use Helium 10's index checker to check any keywords you want. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash index checker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. We're going to be talking today uh, about keyword research. And just like last time, I, I'm not going to have a bunch of slides that I'm going to be you know, showing. And basically, what we want to do is show you real-life examples of how we have done keyword research for some of our products how we would do keyword research in 2024 and not just in helium 10 but also um we are going to be showing you some things for those who have brand registry and are able to access search query performance okay um we're going to be showing you some things that even if you don't have brand registry uh a way you can find good keywords for your listing using something called uh product opportunity explore. Now, a couple of things, just really quick. I want you guys to bookmark this one page. I want you guys to go to forum.helium10.com. And that is our new Seller Connect forum where you're going to be able to interact with different uh, Helium 10 members. Um, in addition to our Facebook groups that we've already had, we're going to have one where it's uh, right inside of Helium 10. Okay. And so we've got some information already there. I've posted some, some blogs, but make sure to bookmark that guys. And I want you to regularly connect. So before we get started into, I want to uh, go ahead and introduce a special guest that we had uh, teased uh, on today, a real live person who is going to show us his products and his keywords and his keyword research too. You know, how many of you Amazon sellers out there, if I ask you in the chat, what is your product? That's how it is. People usually don't want, the majority don't want to sell their product, show their product. Today, we don't have that. Uh, so Jason, go ahead and come on and let's introduce Jason. He has been on the podcast before, but for those who um, haven't met you, Jason, or, or haven't seen your podcast episode, go ahead and introduce yourself, please, and brief history on, on Amazon and what company uh, you uh, work for. Hi, my name is uh, Jason McCollum. I uh, have been with the last five years with a company called Vitacup. We are a vitamin and superfood infused coffee and tea. Uh, we're probably the number one functional coffee on Amazon right now. Um, sell a wide variety of modalities. So they're just always keeping us busy between the K-cup format, instant uh, coffee and ground. Um, so I've been in this market uh, space since uh, the early 2000s, starting off in eBay. So I've kind of uh, seen the evolution of the place from eBay to Amazon and, and where we're kind of going in the future with some other things that are developing on other marketplaces and uh, just just love all my marketplaces. All right. So I, I, I take his uh, products too, but here's his Vita cup extra shot. 
this is very important for the morning. So I am uh, running a little bit on empty. So we are going to test this now because I, I've, I've stayed up most of last night. And then uh, this morning, like I said, did back-to-back -back webinars. So I am actually taking this product. And we are going to go ahead and I'm going to be drinking it live right here. I'm going to, first of all, stare it. Hold on. This is one of my tests for if products are good or not. Like how easy it is to open this. How am I supposed to open this? Is, there it, oh, look at that. Easy, easy open. Easy open. Much better than Remember, that other one. one product last yeah. year. I didn't like how to open it. It was like impossible and it's sprayed all over my face. We won't mention we're, and we're, product, and we're changing it just for you. No one else. Just for me. Just for you. Just for you. All right. So now I'm making my instant coffee and staring it up. So again, like I said, the reason why I'm just going overboard here on this product is like I said, hey, Jason is somebody who has opened up his product and listings to us before. And although most Amazon sellers don't want to do that, he is doing that. So we, we thank him. And now Jason, just as a, you know, you're, you're kind of a humble guy. Uh, so people won't you know know it just by the way you talk. But what kind of gross revenue is your uh, is Vitacup doing on Amazon and Walmart? If you were to combine both of those marketplaces uh, per year about around 20 mil about 20 million dollars all right so you know there might be a couple of people here on, on the call or on this call who who do a little bit more but i would say most of us including myself don't don't uh aren't at that level and that means we can probably learn a thing or two from jason now jason uh does a lot of the same strategies maybe that are common practice as far as finding new keywords for listings but he also has got some unique things that he does as well on and off of Helium 10 on and off of Amazon. So um, I would like to I would like to go ahead and, and turn the stage a little bit over to you. Uh, what is the first keyword research strategy that you are going to uh, help us? Give us give us the background first. Like, is this something that helped you find a product? Is it something that you already had the product and now you are like, all right, I got to find this some keywords that are going to convert for me? Well, set up the stage here for this first one. So great question. Uh, the first thing I'm going to start off with is Product Opportunity Explorer, something that's uh, been released for around the last four years. It's been evolving. I really call it, at this point, the Swiss Army knife of Seller Central. There's a wide variety of, of uses you can use for it. We uh, look at it and research it for when we're developing new uh, functional uh, blends and flavors. I try and keep my process simple. Um, a lot of people, you know, the more complex you get, um, the harder it is. And with with starting with Product Operating Explorer, we're, we're researching and launching a new product. It's great to see if what the market potential is, what customers like, what they don't like. Um, what are those keywords that are driving sales? Can start doing some research on what's the average CPC projected uh, for those. Is it is it going to be something that we think we can um, do some uh, um, conquesting on keywords and how much is it going to cost? And is it even worth it? You know, when you start hitting over X, X amount of, of dollars for keywords, it's, it really is, is not that, um, that viable. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then we use also use for refinement and the example I'm going to show right now is, um, we start off in product opportunity explorer and we're, we, we're continually doing improvements and testing new things on our products and just how we go through and, and, and find those keywords and then, and, and the competing products on it. Um, we're going to be using, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll use the, uh, extra shot coffee as example. And then what do, what do you mean by refinement then? Cause we're continually refining like your, your content and your, your images. And we, we utilize the data to, to improve our images, which improves, uh, uh, your conversion 
and increases your sales dramatically at this point. You got to consider 70, 80% of all Amazon shopping today is done via mobile experience. Your hero and your secondary images are actually more important than your product description, your bullet points, and your A-plus content at this point because of how everything's delivered. I mean, if everyone has their phone there, you can pull it out, um, and at, at some point, you can get ready Vitacup, Extra Shot, K-Cups, and we can take a look at that as we're going through and why. Um, and so we're utilizing the keywords we're pulling a product opportunity explorer and the keywords we're pulling in refinement we're pulling out of Cerebro, and we're directly addressing the data that we learn from that into our images, not just our bullet points, not just our titles. Um, and because of that, we're seeing uh, great conversion. Like um, extra shot, we just ran this through, and we're uh, we've seen um, it wasn't one of our stronger performing. Uh, products, but we've, we've seen in the last 30 days, we've seen um, basically doubling the sales on that. My lead, um, my number one product I, I, in my tr rolling 30-day sales average over the last two weeks, I'm up 16% on sales because we applied um, the same methodology. Um, you continually have to be updating content. New words enter the ecosystem uh, of Amazon. New consumer trends are going on. TikTok drives a lot of different trends depending on the categories you're you're in, and that introduces a lot of search uh, relevancy. People see things on TikTok or other uh, social media forms, and and they come to Amazon looking for it. And necessarily, um, you're you're not just um, trying to compete for your own space, but when these new trends come on on board, sometimes that product isn't there. And your Amazon yep. will see yep. for those terms that your product is really relevant. And if you've been running for a while and you have some relevancy, you'll start getting delivery. And you have if you have sharp titles, bullet points, and images, your conversion will be great. And you'll continue just to, to grow and uh, accumulate on these new trends that are just kind of ancillary to what you're doing. Um, so we see a lot of growth of that. So we're we're always just in a constant um, uh, rotation of just uh, um, testing out all content, all aspects, and then kind of refining and, and judging through catalog performance what your you know different points in the in the chain through uh, click through to purchase conversion. You know, are improvements being made? Now a lot of your sales, you know, uh, comes from you know subscribe and save and and maybe you know, certain things like sponsor display ads and a lot of other ways. Now, have you ever looked at search query performance for a week and looked at your brand's overall search query performance attributed sales, you know, which is yes. very limited as far as, hey, it has to be from a search. It can't be sponsored brand ad or sponsor display ad. They have to have clicked it. They have to have purchased it within 24 hours. Have you ever compared the amount of sales for a week that came through search query performance with your overall unit sales to see like, hey, how much of your keywords or how much of your sales are coming from denormalized uh, searches, which, you know, for some people it's 15%, some people it's 50%, some people more. You know, I, I haven't broken it down that more. Where, where I generally start, because where I generally start to look at when um, branded searches and everything is is what we're running off Amazon. How do you, there's no, like Amazon attribution is great, but if you use it for a while, you understand that it's not capturing the full thing. Or if you're just doing, especially doing stuff on TikTok, it's not capturing hardly any of it. Um, so I track by week, by month on branded searches to see 
um, if there's any spikes in overall like Vitacup searched uh, terms. And then the, we can start to correlate. Does does And if there's a spike in sales, we can start correlating it. Is what we're running off traffic to, to educate the consumer about a particular blend or a particular uh, product? Is that having a positive impact in uh, customers coming back and, and searching for it? Because as you're saying, like, you know, we're, we're running a lot of DSP, we're on search display. Um, and so we have all these levers we're pulling. So we want people to touch our consumers to touch our page because we want to get them in the flow because we want to acquire a new customer and move them to subscribe and save. And that's the way you kind of take the approach on it. So first one is, is you're finding the niche in which your product, um, exists in. So, um, mine is looking at extra shot. I know it's already strong coffee. Um, you can search by ASIN. Um, and the ASIN um, will generally uh, allow you to select it. So you put in your your product ASIN, and and sometimes there's enough affiliation where it can it can drive up. So um, two niches under strong coffee is for the K cups and the high caffeine coffee. Um, I've already been through both of these. The keywords are kind of similar. Um, we're selling in a K cup format, so I wanted to focus on that one um initially you kind of can see the total search volume over the last 360 days kind of how the mark the the product niche has been growing um the estimated unit sales on an annualized basis um the what we're starting to see more and more it's really it's kind of interesting is this return rate um percentage um for so for other this is a consumable item and you're not technically supposed to be even be able to return it. So it's always going to be pretty low. But if you're looking at researching products that you're going to potentially get into, you can say, hey, does this statistically have a very high return rate or does it have a very low return rate? Because you're going to want to build that into your, your, your business model for the product. Um, gives the price range and then the kind of that sweet spot, the average price. Um, so, you know, from a pricing uh, point of view, where are, when you're thinking about pricing it, where do you fall in line? Um, so we're going to select strong coffee K-cups. Um, and then the just there's such a, they keep adding a, a wealth of information to this. Um, what you're going to see on the first tab for products is the all the ASINs that make up 90% of the volume that are associated with this strong coffee K-cups. The second portion is the search term. This is these are going to be your top search terms for the the niche. So um, this is where you can kind of start getting an understanding of ninety percent of the volume that is being driven by the volume that's being driven by ninety percent of the search terms. Um, so um, I tend to look at what are the search terms that are non branded. So death, which I'd kind of ignore, but you know high caffeine coffee K cups. So everyone remember that that term high caffeine coffee hmm. K cups, strong okay. coffee K cups extra caffeine coffee K-cups, double caffeine coffee K-cups. Um, and then you start seeing some variations. So we got strong coffee pods, um, searched uh, less than strong coffee K-cups, but still has relevancy. So uh, you know that when people are coming to search, they're not always necessarily uh, searching for K-cups, but they're also searching for coffee pods in some form or, or another high caffeine K-cups, double caffeine K-cups, and et cetera. Um, also, it's, it's really interesting as, as you can use this as a tool to monitor how you're performing within a 
product niche. So for this instance, um, if you're interested in going after high caffeine coffee K-cups, this neat, all the niches are updated once a week. So over time, you can start seeing, am I making headway into being one of the number one top click product on it, which is Deathwish, the number two, um, which is a variety pack of high caffeine coffee pods, or the uh, number three clicked on is wake, uh, wake the hell up, dark roast. Keep that in mind, like these are your top keywords. And this is where I, I start with. I get my top keywords, and then uh, I'll eventually be going over Cerebro to, to find out what are those medium to low-end keywords. And you're also going to see these. The beauty of Cerebro is when we run when we run the top three, um, our product with the top two products in it, we're going to see a lot of the same keywords. It's going to give a lot of validity. It's going to give a lot of validity. This real data that we're getting out of Amazon live from the source is being mirrored what's coming out of Cerebro. And so it's giving validity to Helium 10's authenticity to those lower and mid keywords. You can then trust the data that, hey, I, you know, for long tail keywords, I'm going to want to grab these and build them into uh, the text for just some organic ranking. I want to run some long tail keyword strategies on my Amazon PPC. Um, I want to build some of these, this content into my images. Um, the next thing I, I go through and I look for keywords, customer sentiment is on customer review insights. This is amazing. So it, what it does, it takes all these products and starts that were on the, the product page. It starts aggregating the reviews together and looks for themes and looks for what consumers want. So the, the, face, the first one, it's, it's aggregated, taste. We can start seeing what customers are saying. And I love, love when I see things like just delicious or the coffee is delicious. That tells me when we're communicating to the end consumer, we have to be communicating in the text, in the imagery, in the bullet points, in the A plus content that it's going to be a delicious cup of coffee. So talks about flavor, quality, and we start smooth. So we start stripping this information out and that's what we're going to use to help build. So, in Cerebro, what I do is I take uh, my product extra shot plus two of the two or three of the leading ASINs, and I run it in Cerebro to get my top keywords. And now, for for those you know who aren't familiar with Cerebro, what this is doing is it's pulling up all the keywords where in the last thirty days any of these three products have shown up in the organic search results, uh, they have shown up in sponsored search results, or that according to the Amazon algorithm, it suggests is relevant for the keywords regardless if it's in organic uh or ranking and so you know there's what oh my goodness twenty four thousand thousands so and, we don't want yeah that's too crazy. many keywords um so honestly what a, one of my favorite like filters is just the quick top keywords filter that's built into cerebro this netted it down to 83 filtered keywords um i do a little bit more refinement i want to exclude phrases like death Death Wish, Black Rifle, Pistachio, and Wake. For what I'm trying to do, the regardless, this bumps it down to 59. So, and we'll search by search volume. Things that are going to be important. We have a we have a shot of espresso in ours. So the espresso K cups. That's that's a great one. Blackout Coffee. I'm still trying to figure out how do you work out blackout within the text because blackout is a branded term. So utilizing mm, it within mm -hmm. Blackout Coffee. Um, 
uh, same as danger coffee. You're picking up a lot of, um, of these things, but then you start seeing like, Hey, strong coffee, K cups, high caffeine coffee, um, dark magic. I know dark roast is really important to this. So the dark magic is, is, is a blend and, and so on. So, you know, I'll go through and I'll, I'll, I'll delete out the ones that I, I don't like from this. I'll pull these out and I'll start using both that, both these sets of data to start building out what this should look like in as far as um, new content for both imagery and uh, bullet points. And I now one one cool thing, you know, you might not have been looking at it, but just in this sense, guys, uh, the, the, the column on you guys see on the very right hand side, match type. This also kind of shows you where. Uh, if we have seen one of these products doing other placements, you know, I, I said that Cerebro is t showing keywords where you have shown up in, in organic results and sponsor results, but it's not just those two. If they're coming up in one of those widgets that says uh, Amazon recommended, if you see something that says SBV, that means a sponsored brand video. So now you can know where your competitors are advertising in the video uh, sections. Uh, uh, maybe the sponsor brand ad at the top, uh, maybe if it comes up in highly recommended. So these are other ways where you can kind of look for holes in the market on the uh, keyword side. So right now, uh, Jason just showed us two ways. Hey, look at product opportunity explorer. Look at which products are dominating the niche. Remember, like he said, uh, product opportunity explorer is uh, the products that make up 90% of the clicks and also the keywords that make up 90% of the clicks of that market. Uh, here, he can round out his strategy using Cerebro to find other keywords that maybe aren't part of that product uh, opportunity explorer niche, but the competitors are, are probably getting some sales uh, here or there. You have anything else for us um, today, Jason? Uh, yeah, I could run through how we're using uh, manager experiments where we popped it in uh, that we're running experiment now on. on the oh, yeah. No, yeah. Why don't you show that to, to, to close things out? And then I'm going to show some more uh, strategies and then maybe we'll we'll uh, bring it back here for some Q&A. Right now, we do take that details and we're running on uh, through manager experiments um, in your your anyone who is uh, brand registry has the ability to uh, access uh, manage experiments and you can run a B testing on titles bullet points a plus content Im and images so right now we're running one for title of bullet points as you can see um, I I totally just deconstructed um, my listing for this so you notice I'm starting to put in um, high caffeine coffee pods, um, mm -hmm. espresso shot, um, through some other research I saw not just espresso, but espresso shot was very important. Dark roast, strong coffee, espresso powder. Once again, cause powder it, you know, it's a little bit duplicate of using espresso shot and espresso powder, but I, I saw, um, uh, just because we had that included in it, there was actually some relevant, uh, high volume search uh, relevancy on it. And then you start okay. start lacing some of these keywords into your your introduction, double caffeine, strong, smooth, and robust. Um, we picked up on strong, smooth, and robust dark roast, all in like flavor profiles through Product Opportunity Explorer. Customers were explicitly using these keywords, so why not use them? They identify with them. Um, it has meaning for them. Um, then we always have uh, like a functional uh, benefit to ours. So we talk about our vitamin B12, 
Um, there's a, a sub niche called healthy coffee that we dominate. So I always like uh, layering in healthy coffee. And then we talk about our, our pods. Um, all this is going to be baked in. It's going to start as we start driving uh, advertising more and more focused on it, on these keywords, we're doubling down to try and gain organic relevancy. Um, Amazon will pick on it. Our AI will pick up on it. Um, and uh, you know, this is kind of the process we use. Love it. All right. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for sharing that. I wanted, you know, instead of just being like, a, oh, this is going to be a Helium 10 train where, where just Helium 10 employees are are showing, you know, stuff. I want to show, hey, Jason is a real live Amazon seller with a real live uh, product. And this is th these are the strategies that he's using to get ahead. You, you don't just randomly uh, achieve the success of making 20 million a year on Amazon and Walmart um, without some solid keyword strategies and show that those are some of the things that that he has. Now, I want to show you guys some common and some also maybe off the wall uh, keyword research strategies in the next 10 minutes, and then we'll open it up for Q&A. One of the things I want to show you, and this I mentioned before, some things you have to have brand registry for. Uh, the first thing that Jason was talking about, Product Opportunity Explorer, you don't need brand registry for. Um, the thing that he showed about how to do the experiments with his uh, manager experiments and showing the alternate kinds of titles and bullet points that had different keywords in it, you need brand registry for that. This next one I'm going to show you also requires brand registry, and it's because it's utilizing brand analytics. Now, I could do this inside of uh, Amazon, but it's much easier to do it inside of Helium 10 because I can uh, search uh, multiple weeks a lot faster. So let me go ahead and share my screen. And while he was talking, I just loaded up that search for one of the keywords. Yeah, strong coffee K-cups. So I'm just going to take uh, and look, look at Vitacup right here at the very top is advertising. Let's say I'm not Vitacup and I'm just going to copy him and I uh, copy his ASIN and I want to go ahead and see where he is, has been ranking or one of the top three clicked. All right. Now, what I want everybody to do is right now go into black box inside of Helium 10. And then if you have a diamond account, all right, I don't think it's available for platinum just yet. Hit this new tool called ABA top search terms. ABA stands for Amazon brand analytics. And I'm going to be pasting in a, a a few ASINs. So let's go ahead and put that ASIN in here. Did I copy it? I must not have copied it. Oh, there it is. Okay. I pasted it and let's go ahead and take in red alert coffee. This guy's uh, selling about a thousand units a month and maybe a couple more ASINs here. Um, Death, Death Wish, he, he was mentioning Death Wish. So there, the, the, we got three ASINs from the top ones. All right. So now what I can do is I'm going to look, uh, let's just say going to February 4th to February 10th, I'm going to hit apply filters. And now what is going to come up is where any one of these products was one of the top three clicked products for that keyword. Now, not that many keywords came up, only only 17 because I only put in three. But imagine I could have put here maybe 20 or 30 products. And then for any week or any month, I can say, hey, show me where these are uh, these products. At least one of them was one of the top three clicked. And I could say, I want to see the ones uh, where at least maybe one ASIN had more than 
1% of the conversions, meaning that there's got to be some conversions on there. And, and theoretically, all keywords uh, should have that, but there might be some like lower level keywords that have no conversion. Yep, sure enough, there was one because now there's only 16 keywords uh, left here. But look at this. I am now looking at any keyword where at least one of these products is one of the top three click. And I could start going in deep here and seeing, all right, what is the history of how this product, who are the top three click? Like, for example, look at this one, protein coffee K-cups. All right, protein coffee K-cups is not a branded term. And so I'm looking at the search volume. All right, 735. This is not that much search volume. Is this something that's newer or is it trending? I personally have not seen this keyword before. And I'm looking at the last year on Amazon and I could see that, hey, it's actually gone up from like in the 200s and 300s and slowly it's on the rise. So right off the bat, you know, this is not some crazy, amazing keyword, 735 searches, but it's on the upper trending. You know, I'm probably one of the ones who's trying to search for that because I'm looking for like, hey, is it is there a chance to get some protein when I'm when I'm drinking uh, coffee? You know, so I would keep looking at this keyword. Now I'm like, all right, well, who has been some of the ones who are converting for this keyword? So I click the total click share chart in Helium 10 for the keyword. And now if I'm looking uh, on a month to month basis, I just put my mouse over and I could see who are the top three clicked products and are they similar to my product, right? Like, for example, look at here in the month of December, Vitacup Keto Coffee Pods was the top, the sick, the third most clicked product. Now, who is dominating though? The Rapid Fire Protein Coffee, right? They've got protein in their title of their product. So it's no doubt that somebody searching, this is actually a great example. I completely just by chance found. This is a perfect example of of keyword research and and how it's important and how it actually kind of like um will give you an idea about who's going to be one of the best products here. Think of somebody who is actually typing in protein coffee K cups. All right. I look at the search results and I see all three of these products: this Coralette one, the Vita Cup Keto one, and the Rapid Fire protein one, but just the fact that in their title and the name, it just so happens to be the name of the product is protein coffee. It's going to get them a lot more clicks. And then look at that. I don't have to guess if it did or not. Look, Amazon is telling me this product got 28% of the clicks, right? And total makes total sense. The Vita cup one is just a keto one might give some protein, but it only got 6% of the click. It's still top three. But uh, you can understand now all of a sudden why this product is dominating. So my, that means if I really wanted to dominate this product, I might have to think I, I can't just make up protein and say, oh, yeah, my, my product is, you know, this extra shot Vita cup is a protein coffee. If, it, if it's not a protein coffee, that's false advertising. Right. But if I'm developing a product, I really got to take that in consideration. Now, this is how keyword research ties in even to your product development. All right. I've got to think about putting that keyword in my title uh, if I want a chance at kind of like busting into this rapid fire proteins uh, market share here. I can also see the history here on the right hand side about how organic and sponsored rank ties in to being one of the top three clicked. For example, this protein coffee in December, in January, in November, they for this keyword. We're not running any sponsored ads. 
now uh, nowadays, you know, somebody might think, no, 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 you got to be running, you got to be having a high bid on this on, on any keyword that you want to have a big sales. But for whatever reason, this protein coffee company is like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need to do sponsor after this keyword because I'm dominating without it. Right now, what about Vitacup? Vitacup here in December. This is pretty cool, guys. All right, this is exactly why combining Helium 10 data with Amazon data is so cool. Vitacup was one of the top three clicked ASINs, right? The number one clicked ASIN was this uh, protein coffee, a uh, rapid fire. <laughs> All these brands are really great, right? Rapid fire. And then you're looking, oh, no wonder they're the top clicked ASIN. They were organic rank one. Now, if you were just looking uh, on Cerebro, right? Um, and you saw our keyword tracker and you saw that Vitacup Genius Coffee was ranked 12th. You might think, ah, oh, there's no way it's one of the top three clicks because it's, it's kind of like towards the middle of page one. But this is one of the top three click and you don't have to wonder why or how. Look at the sponsored rank average. So in December of this month, this variation family was showing up on average right there on the top. So you see how in some situations, organic rank is all is all that's needed. But if Vitacup was relying on their organic rank only, to get clicks for this keyword, would they be one of the top three click? Absolutely not, because their organic rank is all the way down here. But they were able to be one of the top three clicked because of their high sponsored rank. So this is, guys, this is like not your your grandfather's keyword research strategy we're talking about today. This is like next, next, next level where you're going into seeing who are the top click to try and like understand buyer intent. And then now you're reverse engineering the strategy with how these different companies were able to dominate this keyword. For this company, it's a matter of, hey, they they named this key, this product after this keyword. It's in their title right there at the beginning. They're able to dominate this. For Vitacup, it's completely opposite. Their path to being one of the top three clicked was through sponsored ads. So for every product, there's always going to be different strategies. But this is the, once you guys are experienced sellers, this is kind of the level of keyword research you need to do. It's not just, hey, let me throw in an ASIN and a group of ASINs in a Cerebro. You obviously have to do that, exactly what Jason showed, and find those 24,000 keywords and then whittle that down into what are the most Im Im important ones, right? But you also need to take a step farther and start using Product Opportunity Explorer and the brand analytics data to kind of understand well, what are companies doing after they find that keyword and how are they getting their sales? All right. So that's uh, brand analytics for anybody that has the uh, diamond plan. I highly recommend it. Now, let's say you're on the newer side and you just have a platinum and, or account, which is totally fine. Um, what is the easiest way to get the top keywords? Let me just show that. Let, let's go back to that uh, page. Uh, that's coffin shelves. Where are we at? More coffin shelves. Where's my coffee one? Here we go. All right. So I'm going to choose uh, the top products on this page that I, I just want to go ahead and and measure my success and my keywords versus them. Or maybe I'm just I don't have my own coffee product yet, and I want to know what are the top products here. And by the way, you can still see there. There's Vitacup still right there with their Genius Cup right there as one of the top three one of the top three uh, sponsored ranks. And this is kind of cool. I bet that Jason is actually spending slightly less than Deathwish Coffee and and uh, what is his wake the hell up dark roast. 
but he's probably getting a very similar click-through rate. You don't have to be position one or two on sponsored to be one of the top clicked or sponsored. Dial back that spend, be the number three or number four, and you'll still get almost the same kind of click-through rate and uh, clicks. Um, let's go ahead and hit red alert. I got the death wish and I don't want to do Pete's. Uh, let's do community coffee, all right? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit run Cerebro. Now, this is going to open up in Cerebro kind of like just what he showed. Now, the I wasn't paying attention to if these products are all pods and if if they're definitely competitors. I'm assuming they are, but you guys need to really take a closer look at who you are putting into Cerebro and make sure that you're doing very similar uh, competitors or that, like Jason was talking about, you're pulling it from uh, Product Opportunity Explorer and you know, by definition, they're in the same uh, they're in the same niche. But I just picked four random ones just from the search results. But within seconds here or a minute or so, I'm going to be able to get where all of these keywords or all of these products, the keywords that they are ranking for and that they're uh, doing sponsored ads. The very first thing that I'm going to do once this shows up is I'm going to hit the button top keyword right here, top keywords. So everybody can do this anytime they run Cerebro. And basically what it's doing is it's like, hey, where are most of these keywords are ranking for uh, or most of these products ranking for on these keywords very highly? And look at that. I came up with 24 keywords and some of these, a lot of these are, are branded, but just like, just like Jason showed, there's all, there's a lot of non-branded keywords here as well. Like for example, high caffeine coffee cake. I'm almost positive. <laughs> he literally found that in product opportunity explorer. I just randomly guys, this is the first time I've ever searched these things in my life. It just shows how helium 10 is, is validated by the Amazon data. That exact keyword that he found is showing up right here. Uh, strong coffee. There's the other keyword that, that he found that, that came up right here. Uh, protein coffee, K cups. That's the keyword that I had found just on my own, uh, that I put up here. So these are the top keywords. Another thing though, I like to do this obviously is going to just show tons and tons of branded ones. I like hitting this button opportunity keywords because instead of looking at the products uh, or the keywords that everybody is ranking highly for this button allows me to see in seconds products where only one or two of these competitors are ranking high. And by definition, of course, the majority of those are going to be branded. But every now and then, uh, I'm going to be able to see unique keywords that other competitors might not be paying attention to. Like here, instead of K-Cups, here's a keyword that I didn't realize. Some people are typing in K-Pods. Now, why did this K-Pods keyword come up here? Let's take a look at the relative rank here. All right, perfect. Look at this. I don't know who is who, uh, but look at this. Of these top competitors, let's say these guys were all kind of equal competing with each other. Do you see where everybody's ranked here on this page? One of them is 78, one is 107, 241, 245. There is only one of these competitors getting sales from this keyword, K-Pods with no spaces. And they're ranked on page one, position 12. What does that mean? That means that if I were to kind of like do a campaign on this keyword, it potentially could be easier for me to rank for this because I'm not having to go up against all of my main competitors. So that's why this button, guys, is a sleeping giant of a button right here. Opportunity keywords. So let's see if we can find any other hidden uh, hidden gems in here that aren't um, that aren't branded keywords. Let's take a look here. 
uh, coffee pod bulk K-cups. All right. So maybe, uh, maybe some of these products think, well, we're not really bulk, right? So we don't think we should put that in our, our listing, but there are some people for one of these products, at least where they are, are heavily ranked for bulk K-cups, even though they're not really a bulk and they're actually getting sales from it. So this is a, just another way to get some keywords uh, that, that can help you. Uh, I want to give you guys some deep dive strategy sessions on keyword research to kind of round out your on Amazon and off Amazon, your on Helium 10 and off Helium 10 uh, strategy. So let me go pull up those episodes right now. We did a three-part keyword uh, research uh, series on, on Helium 10 a few months ago that really is going to help you in about three hours of time get all of the keyword research tips that you need. So you guys got a pen handy? Uh, write this down. And the way you can find this is, is everybody, go, go ahead and pull out your, your phone. Uh, if you have an iPhone, type in podcast and open up the podcast app or Spotify, if you have a Spotify, and type in Serious Sellers Podcast. All right, type in Serious Sellers Podcast and then go ahead and hit subscribe. And then the ones I want you guys to look at are these three episodes here. Keyword Research Masterclass. 100% free, Doesn't and you don't have to be a Helium 10 member to listen to these. All right, episode 506, 507, and 508. All right, so again, go to the podcast, Serious Sellers Podcast, type in episode 506, 507, and 508. If you guys are more visual, it's h10.me forward slash 506 h10.me forward slash 507 and 508. If you go to those links, you'll go to a page where you can actually even see the video too uh, of it. Um, but either way, subscribe to the podcast and and go to those episodes and maybe you know next time you're on your treadmill or you're taking a drive or a run, listen to those and then go back later to the video to kind of like have the overview. But what Jason gave and what I gave or maybe only like six or seven different research strategies. We have over 33 in those videos that will help round out your knowledge. And not everything is Helium 10. Half of them are, are ju just have to do with uh, Seller Central. Uh, Liz says, I'm a newbie to Helium 10. I want to know where to start, all right? Uh, the podcast is a great way to start. If, you're, if you don't have your first product yet, product research is what you want to get into. I would go and go into Black Box and look at, hit the learn button, Liz and watch all the videos there. And definitely if you're brand new to Amazon altogether, don't even go there first, go into Freedom Ticket, go into the Learning Hub. At the very top of your Helium 10 dashboard, you'll see a button called Learning Hub or Freedom Ticket. Hit that and start going through the training there. That'll that'll give you a good uh, way to start. Uh, Nick says, would you prioritize keyword sales or search trends? Let, let's bring Jason on. Uh, so Jason, are you uh, you know looking at, at What's more important that a high search volume or not, not a high search volume, a trending up search volume, kind of like that protein K cup or a keyword that already has like 3000 searches compared to that one only had 700 and thus has a lot more sales. Which one is more important for you? It, it depends. So let's, if we take protein, we actually released a protein coffee, slim protein coffee back in December. Um, that's because of the AI and the way Amazon runs broad and other campaigns, it started picking up on that that search term. So it started delivering on genius. Genius gets delivered on every new search term that, that gets in. It's trying to find relevancy just beyond what other one product you're carrying. 
So we developed Slim Protein Coffee because we saw a high search increase on protein coffee in general, Mm -hmm. which was a trend off Amazon as well. So, but I also have baked into our Slim Protein Coffee high search terms such as instant coffee and uh, some other ones. So it's kind of a mixture of both. I always like high search term keywords built into titles and bullet points because it's going to bake in some organic relevancy that it's going to be cheaper for me to try and build long-term than it is versus advertising on. Okay, excellent. Does Amazon auto-translate keywords from different languages? Uh, one of my organic rank keywords is Spanish, but I never added it to my listing. Great question, and the answer is yes. So in America and different countries, it's different languages. In America, Spanish is the main second language that Amazon is on, and if you turn your Amazon browser into Spanish, uh, it automatically translate your listing. And then those keywords, a lot of them you are already indexed for. And so some of, sometimes if it doesn't, you know, I, I highly recommend looking for organic keywords that you're ranking for. And then what you might have to do is adjust your listing optimization because the Amazon auto translator sometimes doesn't use the exact phrases. And so you might not be that relevant to the Amazon algorithm, even though you're indexed for it. So definitely look at what are the top Spanish keywords. And then if your translation is not good, talk to Amazon and see if you can get your translation updated with with the, with better keywords. Jason, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, appreciate uh, the, the extra shot I, I had today. And thanks to everybody for joining us today. Hope you guys enjoyed this session. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye now. 